This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Operation Overleaper. Approaching Dulles International Airport. Leap day two. The second flight from Heathrow to DC is no better than the first. Welcome to Dulles International Airport. Inbound passengers from Heathrow Airport, you'll find your luggage at Carousel 3. When we arrive, I can feel the eyes of the spy sent to follow me as he walks behind me. Now, I wait for the drop. I run a hand through my hair. Another clump comes out. The overleap dosed me with more radiation than anticipated. Predictably, the CIA agent waits on the far end of the baggage carousel. His casual tying of a shoe fools no one. Yeah, I see her. Baggage claim, three. A nondescript brunette sidles up next to me. Over her shoulder, a black messenger bag. She sets it on the conveyor belt while she struggles with the larger suitcase, then she disappears. Right on time. I let the messenger bag go around the carousel twice before lifting it off, no one the wiser. No need to check the contents of the bag. I know exactly what is inside. Staff Sergeant Beach. Two uniformed men approach, both naval officers. This wasn't part of the plan. Realm presents Overleaper, starring Thora Birch, Episode 5. Captain Hal Pickett. This is Captain Jalen Putassi. We're representatives of Admiral Madeline Myers. Can we have a minute of your time? Of course. What can I do for you? This way, ma'am. I follow them outside to a black Lincoln waiting at the arrivals curb. After you. Can I presume you know of Admiral Myers? Of course. Joint Chiefs of Staff, advisor to the President. The Admiral informed us that you have some information about the Sovietskian door discovered on Safed Kurs Mountain. We're here to debrief you. I wish I could help. Oh? 
My information is for the president. <laughs> we'll ensure he receives your report at tomorrow's intelligence briefing. As you know, Admiral Myers will deliver your account herself. I understand, but I can't help you. I mean, it has to be direct from me. You know, that's 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 not what I wanted to hear. That's that's actually very disappointing. We would have thought you, of all people, would choose to help your country. Put me in front of the president. And if we can't get that meeting? Or won't. You're connected. I'm sure you can figure something out. Onboard Air Force Two. Approaching Joint Base Andrews. Honey! <sighs> Language, dear. That was maybe three hours of uncomfortable sleep. An older flight attendant stands over me. Her badge says Mabel, which seems about perfect. We're coming into Joint Base Andrews. You're meant to be at the end of the plane? Uh, yes, of course. I stand and weave toward aft, unsure of what I'm supposed to be doing. At least after 15 hours on this clunker, I've gotten to know her pretty well. New girl, get that rare on back to press. Make sure everyone with a press badge gets some of this alcohol. But, but, but not too much. We want glowing write-ups tomorrow, not hangovers. Tray in hand, I walk on. And don't you dare spill a drop. The press is a rowdy bunch. They pound away at the keyboards at their laptops, laughing. I catch a snippet of conversation between a redhead and a man with black rim glasses. Oh, got the morning off tomorrow. Then it's the Medal of Honor ceremony. Ah, uh, I hadn't caught up on the details of my itinerary. Oh, some army guy got blown up on the Pakistani border a couple years back. It's one you can miss if you like. Thanks. Well, since we have the morning free, what are your plans? You're at the Plaza on Vermont, right? London. I told you. We have to keep it professional this trip. London gestures to me and I pour her another. The gin is making her lips loose and I can't help but overhear. I can slip by, grab brunch. Just the two of us kill some time before the ceremony. Oh shit, these two are having a fling. At least consider it. What do you say, Mr. Masakela? Well, maybe if you stop by early. Mm. <laughs> Done. Passengers and flight crew, please be seated. Seatbelts fastened. I head back to my assigned seat, strapping in, and soon we're wheels down at Joint Base Andrews, right outside the Capitol Beltway inner loop in DC. The vice president's motorcade is waiting, two armored Cadillacs. One he'll actually ride in, the other a look-alike to draw bullets in the unlikely event of an attack. Makes me think of me and the overleaper Audrey. Which one of us is the spare? It's gotta be her, right? The Secret Service disembarks first, followed by the Veep himself. We've been tasked with cleaning the plane. But once Gil goes to check on the kitchen, I make my move. Down the air stair, across the tarmac, and towards the first building I see. No one stops me. I pull open the door to a building marked Authorized Personnel Only. Hey, 
I spin to see a captain. Possibly one of the co-pilots. You looking for the changing room? <sighs> sure am. Take the first right. Thank you. Finally alone. How much time do I have before the crew is done? I've got to break into one of these lockers for some street clothes. A quick search of the floor gives me what I need. A bobby pin and a wire. I turn towards one of the locks. And I'm in. Ah, damn it. I grab the clothes on top. A floral shirt and jeans, and bolt for the exit. Stolen clothes tucked under my arm, I set off in a jog towards the north gate. I've got an idea on how to proceed, but I like that less than my outfit. <sighs> and of course, there's only one person who I can trust and who will believe me without question. And I'm going to need his help if I'm going to stop my doppelganger. Peter, my ex-husband. Operation Overleaper, Leap Day 3. Army Barracks in Washington, D.C. I wake to a line of bloody drool on my barracks pillow. Loose hair strands cling to the drool. Some scalp at the roots. Oh, shit. It's not supposed to be this bad till day five. <coughs> I have no other option but to wake and get on with it. This is a grave I dug for myself. This will be my last day, anyway. Staff Sergeant Beach, you decent? I feel the bear patches on my head. Can't let the captain see me like this. Give me a minute. I tie my hair up in a high ponytail, throw on my desert digital camouflage. The correct choice to greet the president is a dress uniform, but I won't roll up fancy. Today's business demands a combat outfit. Before opening the door, I snatch up the messenger bag. Can't forget this. What the f You look like shit, Beach, and I don't mind saying so. What'd you do? Sleep on the floor? Uh, nah, it's just jet lag. Well, you got your audience with the president, so this intel better be good. Oh, it's the biggest news on the planet. By the end of today, It'll be all anyone will be talking about. Nothing can bring Lydia back to life, but this is the next best thing. My final act of revenge. There's a car waiting. Follow me and try to keep up. Keep up, he says. Hilarious. Get in, Beach. We're late, Paxton. Put the hammer down. We weave into traffic, the driver taking the shoulder in a bid to create his own lane. The World War II Memorial flies by on the left, Washington Monument on the right. I can't focus on either. I can only remember as I close my eyes. It's just a flash, a piece of a memory, but not mine. You okay there, Staff Sergeant Beach? He'd get to you. <laughs> and worse, I think I recognize the lieutenant. Bald head, face like a catcher's mitt. Where do I know him from? I'm losing it. How do I even know it was near Anardara? I've never been stationed there. 
Never been within 50 miles of the place. Hold it together, Beach. Not long now. I only need to keep my sanity another hour. Staff Sergeant Beach? A young man is bent down to my window, standing at the curb. We've parked at the appointment gate at the east wing of the White House. I hadn't even noticed. How long had I been sitting there, zombied out? We've arrived, ma'am. I step out, eyeing the White House's youthful greeter up and down. This is the President's personal assistant, Mr. Jacobs. Not too much gets done around here without his hand in it. Please meet you, Miss Beach. If you'll come on, we're running behind a bit. Go on. This is as far as I take you. Mr. Jacobs will get you through to your meeting. And Beach, <laughs> best of luck. Thanks. Then, a twinge of guilt. Another guy caught up in the mess I'm about to make. I shake off the feeling. Ms. Beach, are you okay? If you're sick, we've, we've got an infirmary on site. No, just a little car sick. That, that guy got us here in record time. Okay. You let me know. First, we'll go through security, uh, right through this entrance, please. A Secret Service member opens the outer door. Eyes on me just as much as everywhere else. Through the metal detector, please. Don't want to keep the president waiting. Wouldn't dream of it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here. I'm finally doing this. Bag on the belt, then step through here. I comply. Messenger bag on the conveyor. They won't see anything in the x-ray. All they'll see out of the ordinary is a tight roll of 20s, a change of underwear, a metal flask, and a pack of Gulvas cigarettes. Cash can always come in handy, and the underwear is to throw them off. As for the other two, well, serious inspection of either would give me away. The cigarettes won't light, and the flask will appear empty, even though it's unusually heavy. But I'm betting they won't go that far. Mind if I search this? Go for it. The Suvizkins told me as little as they could about the technology involved, but I'd managed to glean bits here and there. Both halves create a weapon whose materials are undetectable in this dimension. This will kill you. <laughs> yeah. The agent holds up the pack of ghoul vase. He shakes his head, then puts the cigarettes back in the bag. No smoking on the premises. 
You're both good to go. Say hi to Porters for me. You got it. Jacobs takes me through the East Wing to the center hall, which is even grander than the earlier hallway. Crimson rugs edged in gold drape the floors. Staffers dart down the halls. All I can think about is the weapon in the messenger bag. I'd trained for months on a similar model, cleaned it, assembled it, shot it, slept with it under my pillow, and eaten with it next to my plate. Through here, Miss Beach, this is the president's outer office. The Oval Office is right through there. He's just finishing a morning briefing with the Joint Chiefs. When he's ready, he'll send you in. Thank you. Not a problem. I sit in one of the leather chairs against the wall and wait. But all I hear is the blood pumping in my neck. And all I see is red. I try to focus on the task at hand, the play, envisioning success step by step, the quick assembly, the fatal shot. Can I get you anything while you wait? A woman at one of the two desks, a receptionist, harmless. No, thank you. Well, there are magazines on the table, and the restroom is in the hall, second door on the left. Thanks. I pick up the nearest magazine just to do something. Newsweek, a year old. They must have kept it around because the president graced the cover, smiling stupidly. I look at the date, May, 12 months ago, the month after my Lydia died. I'm not supposed to read this. The ban on consuming media from this dimension is one of the rules. It could upset the balance, the Saviskin said. Am I going to take their word for it? The magazine falls open in my lap, and I flip through. The war in Pakistan had just been heating up this time last year, so maybe there's some trace of Lydia in the stories. Something to touch, to hang on to. But all I find are border conflicts and political theater, a data breach scandal, nothing of any importance. Nothing about Task Force Orange parachuting in to capture mobile assets of nuclear warheads. Nothing about the unsanctioned war that took my daughter. Instead, there's a whole spread about the singer Adriana Konoshuda. Now, I've never even heard of her. I pick up a different magazine. Time. Three months old. Nothing about the war. Mother Jones, the National Review, the Weekly Standard. These are all up to date. And they're all missing the biggest news story in decades. That makes no fucking sense. Excuse me, what is this? Miss, are you okay? Can I get you anything? Oh. I stand, well, nearly fall. The dimension didn't split when they said it did. Have the Soviskins lied to me? Have they made a mistake? Sent me on the wrong jump? Impossible. They knew what they were doing. I grab my messenger bag. This is... This is all wrong. And I'm gonna throw up or... Or I'm gonna pass out. The Soviskins told me not to consume any media not because it would upset any kind of balance, but because they didn't want me to learn the truth. Good morning. This is the White House. I won't be back. I'm, sorry. I'm done with all this. May I take a Everything's changed now that I suspect the truth. 
that this dimension really split months before the Saviskins had claimed. And if it did, that means Lydia is still alive. And I'm going to find her. I divert from the mission. Hell, screw the mission. Revenge is meaningless if it comes at the cost of seeing Lydia alive one last time before the radiation sickness kills me. Can I help you? Just gotta grab a quick cigarette. What's the policy on lighting up in here? Outside. And you'll need to pass through security again on re-entry. No worries there. I'm not coming back. You're listening to Overleaper, starring Thora Birch. Overleaper is a Realm original production. Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Overleaper is a Realm original production created and written by Sam Bush. Produced by Diana M. Foe, Fred Greenhalge, and Haley Wagreich. Additional story production by Nicole Otto and Marco Palmieri. Directed by Fred Greenhalge. Executive produced by Molly Barton, Marcy Wiseman, and Julian Yap. Starring Thora Birch as Audrey Beach and The Overleaper. Yolise Arroyo, Jordan Batiste, Peter Burkrot, Janet Boris, Gilbert Glenn Brown, Hector Louis Bustamante, Chris Cleveland, Ryan Coyle, Stephanie Diaz, Richard Doyle, Kate Elefante, Mark Engelhart, Maricilda Garcia, Anthony Grant, John Kapalos, Intake Kim, Chuck Karaplis, Richard McGonagall, Alex Ruiz, Lorenzo Villanueva, Cecily Williams, Michael Wolner, and I'm Graham Rowett. Sound design and mixing by Rory O'Shea. Original score and composition by Yaron Grauman. Production manager, Alexis Latshaw. Production coordinator, Angela Yee. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Cover art by Kindle Thomas. Executive in charge for Realm, Mary Asadolahi. Find more shows like Overleaper by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm. <laughs>